All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of hamsters because I'm mindful of thoughts. Let's go. Okay, let's jump into this shit. I have no idea what the fuck just happened with my intro. So if the beginning was all kinds of fucked up, but first sake only, motherfuckers. At this point, I'm just hoping this thing is recording. And if all that's bad, it's like the first 15 seconds. Fuck it. Gang, let's jump into the meat of today's rotted sandwich. I'm trying to get the news on. And it's just, it, to me, just this real fuck. Okay. It's just this real fucked up conversation of do babies go to heaven? Now, Christians, I'm going to be honest with you, like I always am. <clears throat> I'm glad that you guys have this conversation. And I'm glad that, you know, yeah, you, you guys always seem to wiggle out uh, the obvious conundrum that you're in. And yeah, you because you are in one. And just about every video I've seen on this topic, every Christian I've talked to on this topic, they always say the same thing, right? Some way, somehow, babies are a pure soul and they get to go to heaven. Now, again, I'm glad. But the fact that you guys have to have this conversation, from my point of view, let's get some motherfucking chapstick. My lips are driving a motherfucker. From my point of view, the fact that you guys even have to have this conversation shows that you recognize the fucked up, I just belch, uh, hashtag unprofessional, shows the fucked up ass nature of your belief. I mean, first and foremost, Christians, just the fact that the topic of eternal torment is something that we have to discuss with your belief system, the fact that you guys make excuses for, I mean, there's, there's no way, Christians, fuck the brand. Where's my fucking chapstick game? Motherfuck all the brainwashing, all the talking points, all the Christian apologetics. Are you going to sit here and actually fix your fucking mouth to tell me that anywhere in the love proposition is someone being get their ass kicked for eternity? Hey, where's my motherfucking chapstick? Oh, there it is. Shit. And again, the, the talk of eternal torment was not a topic of conversation until the shiny part of the book that you guys love to jerk off to. Right? Eternal fucking torment. A, a pain so severe that you can't imagine it and it's never going to stop. And the only way that you can kind of slightly justify this is to bend over backward to the point to where your spiritual spine quite literally snaps in half. I mean, I saw autocorrect, you know, with her monkey ass on Twitter today, and she said some, the, the, you know, the same mumbo jumbo, right? You don't go to hell for your sins, you go to hell because you didn't have faith in Jesus Christ. Again, just another fucking excuse. Because at the end of the day, someone's getting hurt. 
That's no different than, look, hello, it wasn't abuse. Okay, I hit the bitch with my right hand, not my left. Hello. What's the difference? At the end of the day, I still slapped my wife, right? You don't go to hell because you're a sinner. You go to hell because you didn't love Jesus Christ. Again, Christians, all you have are fucking excuses. And again, if you actually believe that eternal torment is justified, and I'm not even talking about, you know, the kind of the standard issue, is Hitler in hell? Is my ex-wife in hell? Is, you know, all the other mass murders and idiots? Are they No, just your average everyday person walking the streets. Or, or the person in India, raised as a Hindu, will die as a Hindu, right? Well, they didn't go to they didn't go to hell because they're sinners. They 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 went to hell because they didn't know Jesus Christ. Name five Hindu gods. Well, why should I name them, Robert? I mean, those are false gods. Not to them. Not to them. Again, you need them to know your shit, but you won't even bother to know theirs, Christians. This is what I'm talking about. And so you, there's no way that you can paint eternal torment the least bit moral. But let's, while it's still fresh in my mind, before I go on a fucking tangent, as I always do, let's go through the logical chain here with no snark, no, no, no nothing. Here it is. We are all born sinners. There's nothing that I said that's not the least bit biblically inaccurate. Okay, we are all born sinners correct damn right i'm correct all sinners deserve to go to hell correct correct the only way to avoid hell eternal torment is god damn that's good thanks paulie b shit the only way to avoid hell is to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. There's nothing that I said that was the least bit biblically inaccurate. We're all born sinners. All sinners deserve to go to hell. The only way to escape the punishment that apparently we all deserve is to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Acceptance is an active process, gang. I've seen it. I've seen people make their four-year-olds repeat how much they love Jesus. Well, let me tell you something. At three and four years old, you got no fucking clue what you're saying. You, your brain is not developed enough to understand that if you can't keep your underwear clean after you take a shit, you've got no idea what accepting a savior means. At that point, you are literally just mimicking what mommy and daddy told you to say, and you repeat it because when you say it, mommy and daddy are happy. At that stage, this is a Pavlonian, Pavlonian, I can't say that word, Pavlov's dog's response. You say you love Jesus, mommy and daddy smile. You got a reward for uttering grunts out of your mouth. That That's all that is, because you give me that exact same child and put them in a Hindu home. Give it a couple weeks, if that much. That kid will fuck around and say, I love Krishna. I Give me a break. It, it, it is an active process. This is why, Christians, you have to continue to put out these videos to make these excuses 
because I truly believe on a very surface level, you understand how fucked up it is that someone who dies of SIDS goes to hell. But again, I love it. No, I don't. I love it how it is. We're all born sinners. All sinners deserve to go to hell, except for a six-month-old. Again, this is why I don't do Bible Wars. Because I'm quite sure in this fucked up ass video, we're about here. Let's let's hit it with the Autobots. Transform. Let's hit it with the rollout. What do you see? This fuck face. Todd Frill. I can't stand this motherfucker. He he's like the fuck face from um about to say inspiring philosophy. Uh red pin logic, Mr. B. Todd Friel is super dramatic when he talks. He's also a Christian apologist, which means he's a, a trained liar. He's a trained liar. This is the fuckface who actually thinks Ray Comfort has got the mots. That fuckface Frank Turek is brilliant. Please go fuck yourself. I've seen this man jerk off to the idea that he's a sack of shit. Again, before we roll this fucked up ass tape, I want you guys to wrap your mind around this for just a second. You realize as a Christian parent, eventually you have to tell your kids, look, not only am I, again, as a father, and yeah, I know, I know it's old and it's Southern, but fuck it, I'm an old Southern dude. I can speak for myself. I would have been just like my dad who apparently is just like his dad, who I never met. There's nothing I wouldn't do to protect my family. You break into this house, Jack, you better be prepared to go all the way because to protect my babies and my woman, I'm prepared to go all the way. I would have been that father, just like my father, hyper-supportive. I would have been a disciplinarian, but I was like, there isn't anything that you can't do. Well, that person's better than I am. That person can go fuck themselves. The only limitation on you is you. You're the show enough. You're the shit. You make it happen, baby. Come on now. Let, let's 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 work this shit out. You know what I would not have told my kid? Again, I, I'd be willing to lay down on that grenade for my kid. But then I'm going to turn around and say, yeah, but hmm. look, there's someone who thinks you're a hot steaming pile of monkey shit and that you deserve to get hurt. Look, let, let's just, I'm going to carry you to this building and you're going to eat some blood, uh, eat some flesh and drink some blood. And you, even then you're still going to be all kinds of fucked up. You're, you're fucking terrible. You, you deserve, you know, to, to, to be hurt. Yeah, that's, yeah, there's no way I can say that as a kid, as a parent. And I think about all, all the times where when people found out early on when I was an atheist, and people were like, oh, gee, you just wait. When you have a kid, you're you're totally going to be a Christian. And I remember telling some of them that, that just wouldn't let it go. I was like, you can go fuck yourself. Something tells me if I were to ever have a kid, if there's a way to get shoved deeper into my atheism, it would have been when I saw my kid for the first time. There's no way I would have ever told my kid to go fuck themselves and they deserve to get hurt. But not this fuck face. I'm pointing the wrong direction. Not this fuck face. Not Todd Frill. He jerks off to the thought that he is reprobate. Now, gang, I've done a lot of babbling, and I don't want this to be a nine-hour-long show. 
Over half a million followers, gang. Over half a million fucking followers. Wretched fucking radio. I mean, just listen to the... I'm talking about gin and motherfucking truth, Jack. I'm kicking actual factuals and I'm getting fucked up. He's got a radio station called Wretched. In other words, you are wretched. Jesus H. Christ, roll this fucked up ass tape. Charles Spurgeon is not the evangelical pope. We, of course, know that's Dr. John MacArthur. But when Charles Spurgeon speaks, we do well to listen. This is Wretched Radio. There are countless Christians. Pause it. You see what I'm saying? We do well uh, to listen. Uh, this is Reggie. Shut the fuck up. And just talk like a normal fucking person, numb nuts. Roll the tape. Christians who have pondered the question that the Prince of Preachers decided to dedicate a topical sermon to, and that is the subject of infant salvation. What happens to babies when they die? Charles Spurgeon, known perhaps for his fiery, lion-like preaching, nevertheless, in this particular sermon on infant salvation, reveals a pastor's heart that while Everybody in the congregation has not experienced the loss of an infant. He nevertheless wanted to preach a tender word to them. And so it is, we read from a transcript from Charles Spurgeon's topical sermon on infant salvation, an exclamation. This this isn't a, well, we're going to take a look at infant, infant salvation. Just and get you know, to We'll try it. to come Jesus up with some Christ. conclusions and apply it. And you make your own decisions. No, he was emphatic about this. Okay. He was determined to let anybody who had suffered the loss of a child know beyond the shadow of a doubt your child is in heaven quote positive right, let me get and we got second kings that, that that's good that that's the exact same portion of the bible where god sent two bears to rip the dog shit out of two uh about uh, 42 teenagers yeah that, that let, let's go to that book that 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 should clear some shit up but babies go to heaven and again christians i'm actually glad I'm actually glad that you've come down off the mountain there and, and embrace just a little bit of humanity. I'm glad. But again, some way, somehow, we're all born sinners. We're all born sinners. All sinners deserve to go to hell. We're all born sinners. All sinners deserve to go to hell. But the baby who dies, the toddler who dies, they get to go to heaven. Here, let, let's hear how it is. This this is not a contradiction. Roll the tape. Let every mother and father here present know assuredly that it is well with the child. That's a quote from Second Kings, the Shunammite woman. Remember, her child died. She said, it is well with the child. What do we think she was alluding to? What was she the alluding to? The child was to, dead. How could it be well with the child unless... The afterlife were in view. Charles Spurgeon, playing on the it is well with the child. If God has taken away your child in infant days and you never heard its declaration of faith because it wasn't capable, the child didn't get baptized, they never made a profession of faith, nevertheless, you may rest assured that it is well with the child, well in a higher and better sense than it is well with yourselves, well without limitation, well without exception, well infinitely, well eternally how did he go about the business of making his biblical case because it doesn't matter what charles okay. spurgeon thought the question is what does the bible say about babies who die it isn't silent we produced multiple
God bless America. You're just fucking babbling. Maybe because I just don't like listening to his fucking voice. Look, and again, I'm glad. I'm glad that even an apologist on his level has found just a little bit of humanity, right? I'm still waiting to hear, because I've asked this question, I'm sure you guys have as well. Uh... Oh, okay, thank you so much. Where the fuck was I? Oh, yeah, the age of accountability. Because, again, we're all born sinners. We're all responsible for the sin of our forefathers. Okay, so when does this kick in? Because if you're telling me we're all born sinners, all sinners deserve to go to hell, but infants and toddlers don't go to hell, that's great. So at what point does the shit kick in? I have yet to get an answer. I've been asking that for 12 fucking years. I've asked people who have four-year-olds, five-year-olds, and like, well, I don't know. I was like, you don't think your kid's kind of like right on the cusp? You're sitting there cussing me out, telling me I'm going to go to fucking hell. What about your fucking kid? This doesn't seem like a very important thing. Again, this is no different. Gang, this is no different than my analogy when I say, if my kid had a disease and they needed to take a pill every day by 7 a.m., I already told y'all, by 6.55, I'm already nudging my kid to make sure that we don't miss our cutoff. It'd be very clear. I would buy six months of pills and fucking advance every single fucking time. There would be no fuss, no must. There'd be no fucking confusion. This is a very important topic, if you ask me, for you Christians, to find, it's like, when's the age of accountability? Fuck, if I know, you have a five-year-old. You guys don't seem very concerned about this, is my point. But I am glad. I am glad that you guys come down here where the rest of us are in reality land and realize that this is fucked up. Again, I'm glad. I'm going to keep saying this. I'm glad that people like this asshole, and oh yeah, he's an asshole, have found a little bit of humanity. But to me, this exposes that you guys realize how fucked in the head the concept of eternal torment is. And you also recognize the contradiction. We're all born sinners. All sinners deserve to go to hell. The only way to get out of it is to accept a proposition, something that a newborn can't do, a six-month can't do, a year-old, two, three, four-year-old. Again, acceptance is an active process. Roll the tape. Videos on this subject historically, and you can go view those on the YouTube machine, listing verse after verse. I think I think we presented 22, 24 verses from the Old and New Testament. Oh, that's good. That emphatically lead us to a conclusion that babies who die are not damned. They are welcomed into the loving arms of God. And that's where Charles Spurgeon begins. Argument number one. And you might state, that might be the weakest argument because it's not a declarative Bible verse. This is not an explicit text that says, babies who die go to heaven. But instead, he bases his first argument on the totality of Scripture. Do you recall what are the three what? top descriptors of the Bible regarding the character and nature of God? Good. Abel faithful and pause the tape you can stop at good you can stop at good again i refuse to sit here and listen to someone tell me that the standard of good is the same person that created hell knowing in advance 
who's going to go there and they can't get out. No, 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 no. We just have a different standard of good. And let me guess, mine is an objective. Shut the fuck up. Roll the tape. So it is, Charles Spurgeon begins making his case by stating it would be incongruous with the kind, loving nature of God for him to damn millions of babies. Remember, at the time this sermon was preached, mid-19th century, one-third, give or take, one-third of babies died. For him to damn millions of babies. Remember, at the time this sermon was... Pause the tape. It's not good to damn millions of babies but the billions of Hindus in India who aren't even aware that they should be looking for your bullshit because you aren't aware that they, you should be looking for theirs. This is what I'm saying. This, this doesn't make any sense. Make this make sense to me, right? Again, all life is sacred, except for all you motherfuckers who don't jerk me off, even those that aren't even aware they're supposed to be jerking me off. And Christians, your only excuse is, well, just look at the trees. That, that'll tell you which religion is the right one. Please go fuck yourself. Come on, gang. Roll the There's no way we're making it all the way through. Was preached mid-19th century. One-third, give or take, one-third of babies died. Delivery are very early on. We're talking about a lot of babies here that mm -hmm. couldn't hear and respond to the gospel. It doesn't make sense. That God would damn them. Then pause the tape. Again, there are still, I mean, that fucker that sat there. You guys remember? I can't remember exactly where it was, but there was a, a tribe. Very primitive. And the local government protected them as in no visitors. No visitors. You want to know why? They haven't been exposed to the bullshit that we have. The stuff that we have immunity for they haven't been exposed to and so you you couldn't go to that island or wherever the fuck it was and some fuck face kept trying to go out there and they kept saying don't do it as in you can't do it you understand a sneeze could wipe out the last remaining people of this fucking primitive tribe no 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 no, no. you know what this fuck face is no you know oh what's in here in ecclesiastes is way more important their internal salvation blah, 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 blah. So he paid someone off a couple hundred bucks to carry him over to that island. Gang, you guys remember what happened? Right as he's reading through, uh, uh, reading Ecclesiastes, they shot his monkey ass through Ecclesiastes. Gang, if someone puts an arrow through the book of Deuteronomy and it hits you in your fucking heart and you die, go fuck yourself. Those... You mean to tell me those people are roasting in hell right now, Christians, but babies aren't? I guarantee you that tribe, even if they had a God concept in their language, it's not yours. It's not yours. They don't have iPhones. They don't have iPads. They don't have the internet. These fuckers are literally living off the land. They shot that uh, evangelical with a fucking bow and arrow and not one that you go get from a sports store for deer hunting. Right. You guys see what I'm talking about? 
God didn't want to damn millions of babies because they had no idea that they should have been rubbing his shoulders. Bet. You see those adults over there in that primitive tribe? Fuck those motherfuckers. You see all those people over there in Saudi Arabia? Fuck those motherfuckers. I mean, come on. Okay, just roll the tape. Now, I recognize that there are some complexities to the subject. No, pause the tape. It's not complexities. It's straight up contradictions. We're not going to damn babies, but we're going to damn adults that are pretty much intellectually, in terms of this topic, no different than an infant. Again, that tribe that shot that evangelical through the chest with a goddamn arrow, they're just as ignorant of the scripture as the one-year-old. But they're going to go to hell because they didn't look, I guess they didn't look at the right trees. I don't know. Let's roll the fucking tape. Did they go to heaven if they didn't have faith? By grace, are you saved through faith? Well, we would say that it too is a gift of God and that God in his kindness, because they did not accrue a sin debt because they were not willfully Wait, sinning what? against Wait, the maker. What? what? They, they don't have to as a gift of God and that through faith. Well, we would say that it too is a gift of God and that God in his kindness, because they did not accrue a sin debt because they were not willfully sinning against the maker. They, they don't have a debt to him. Therefore, he doesn't damn them to make a payment on a debt they have not accrued for them. Okay, stop. Just fucking stop. They don't have, again, I go back what I said probably 20 some odd minutes ago. We're all born sinners. Except for babies. They did not, again, and I'm glad. I'm glad he's making excuses for this immoral concept. But that's all this is, are excuses. Again, what about all, the, again, motherfuck me and everyone else. All the people who, one, don't even have a God concept in their language. And again, Christians, you don't know shit about other people's religion, but they're supposed to know everything about yours. That is beyond unfair, and I hate the word fair. So the 33-year-old in Bangladesh is going to get roasted. If I were to ask Todd Frill, you know what he would say? Absolutely. Well, again, fuckface, you don't know anything about his religion, just like he doesn't know anything about yours. So what's up, baby? Right? Well, if you look at the trees and look in the sky, did you know that a painting has a painter? Pizza's too fast out of the West there for the much. What do you mean by that? Go fuck yourself. Again, none of this makes sense to me because it's not supposed to make sense. Roll the tape. Themselves. And so it is. Charles Spurgeon writes the, this. No, we ground our Spurgeon. conviction and very much upon the goodness and the nature of God. We say that the opposite doctrine, that some infants perish and are lost, is altogether repugnant to the idea which we have of him whose name is love. If we had a God whose name was Moloch, if God were an arbitrary tyrant without benevolence or grace, we could suppose some infants being cast into wait, hell. Wait, 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 pause the tape. Say that again. Say that again. God were an arbitrary tyrant without benevolence or grace. We could pause the tape. Uh, nailed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. What, what seems to be the problem? An arbitrary God without any benevolence or grace. Uh, nailed it. Perfect description. Perfect description. And the fact that you are sitting here 
making excuses for an immoral concept like hell proves me true. Again, your God is different, right, Christians? Everyone else's God, that's the false God. That You've got the fucked up religion. Thank God, literally thank God that there's Todd Frill to set billions of people around the planet right. None of this is an explanation. These are excuses. Roll the tape. This could suppose some infants being cast into hell, but our God, who hears the young ravens when they cry, certainly will find no delight in the shrieks and cries of infants cast away from his presence. That is not just the heart of a shepherd, although it certainly reveals Spurgeon's Wait. pastoral heart of infants cast but our God, who hears the young ravens when they cry, certainly will find no delight in the shrieks and cries of infants cast away from his presence. Pause the tape. But the 10-year-old, fuck that motherfucker. The 15-year-old, fuck that motherfucker. He's going to sit there like, oh, scream louder, Susan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you like how I fucked you up in hell? Oh, I know it. Not me. <laughs> that was your choice, bitch. Oh, hey, hey, Beelzebub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it with the pitchfork. Oh, you like that? You don't like it. You know why? You don't want to jerk me off. I know, Susan. You you were born in a place not America, especially the Bible Belt. But you know what? You didn't look at the trees, bitch. Satan, Satan, hit her monkey ass with some hot oil. Yeah, you chose that, right, Susan? Again, make this make sense to me. Come on, just roll the fucking tape. That is not just the heart of a shepherd, although it certainly reveals Spurgeon's pastoral heart. He's basing the argument on what we know about God. And this is a good reminder to us, especially those of us who are concerned. Again, Paul, what do you know about God? Again, you've got a pastor once a fucking week. You've got a Paul just making videos all the fucking time. Half a million followers getting paid like a mother. Please go fuck yourself. Gang, let's look up, of course, on the people's iPhone of knowledge. Todd Friel. I'm fucking this all the way up. Uh, okay, did I spell it right? Okay, net worth. Wretched Radio. Okay, okay, let's let's take a look here. Gang, please go fuck yourself. It's on the internet. So, of course, it has to be true. $5 million. $5 million. This fucker is sitting here making excuses for not bad behavior, the most repugnant behavior ever. He's got no problem looking you dead in your fucking face and telling you you're going to go to hell, son, and be tortured forever. You know what YouTube is doing? Hold on, Todd. What was that for 30 days worth of work? Todd, Todd Frill, $100,000. Take it. Right? I'm telling you to break free from this bullshit. You know what YouTube said? He said the word fuck too much. We, we can't fuck with this motherfucker. Come on, gang. Give me a fucking break. Again, apology. You're just a trained fucking liar. You're making excuses. 
I mean, just listen to this bullshit. Just listen. Conservative, we love studying. Right is not just the heart of a shepherd, although it certainly reveals Spurgeon's pastoral heart. Does it? He's basing the argument on what we know about God. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. What we know about God. You got these fuck faces telling you, you know, everything about the mind of God. Then when you put when someone like me puts their feet to the fire, we we don't we don't truly understand the mind of God. We don't truly understand the mind of God. Then you sit here and you make video after video after video. You're worth five million dollars explaining the mind of God. Again, just go fuck yourselves. Just roll the tape. Come on. And this is a good reminder to us, especially those of us who are conservative. We love studying righteousness and wrath and justice. We love it. We could carry on all day about the reprobation of God for sinners damned to hell. But have we forgotten that God is love? That God so pause the tape. You are exact. Do you know how many people I have in my self defense seminar tomorrow? Do you have any fucking clue? It's somewhere in between a lot and you got to be fucking kidding me. I can all but guarantee at least one of those ladies tomorrow will hold me over and tell me a story. You want to know why? Because every single seminar I hold, that's exactly what happens. And you know what they describe? The God character. The God character. Gang, if you anywhere in your relationship description is the word wrath, you're being abused. You are being abused. And this is why I don't do debates, right? Again, to you, to you apologist, this is just a debate topic. And again, not me, but I'm going to say me. But for me, this is real life, Jack. This is real fucking life. And again, not me. But again, do you guys have any idea how the spine it takes to approach someone who looks like me? You guys have got to know me. You guys know I got a soft heart, right? They don't know me. I look and sound like a fucking axe murderer. This lady tomorrow will be in my presence for 120 minutes. One of them, I promise you, is going to come and tell me some real fucked up ass story. And it's going to sound just like the God relationship. If anywhere in your relationship description, the word pain, wrath, torment, you're in an abusive relationship. This is why I don't debate this bullshit as this topic. What are you doing, Pablo? Just roll this fucked up ass tape. That one kind of took the wind out of myself listening to him say some bullshit like that. Roll the tape. Oh, loved the world. He gave his only begotten son that. Again, pause the tape. Go fuck yourself. John 316. That's your idea of love? I told you. My father. That's love. I'm going to work until I can't stand anymore to provide for my family. I'm going to save the first penny I ever earned. So I can hand money down to my kids because I grew up without any money. My dad will openly tell you if it wasn't for the kindness of literal strangers, he would have starved to fucking death. Big mama didn't have any money to feed her kids. My dad, that's love. That is love. As you can see, I'm still here. I, I'm still here. And if someone would have said, hey, uh, Burke Reed, yeah, do me a favor. Kill your fucking son so you can be loyal to me. My dad would fill in the fucking blanks. 
right? The, the biggest show of love is a father killing his son. In what universe? Again, only in Christianity can you condition someone to say some bullshit like that. I've had Christians, Robert, the greatest show of love is like, you don't believe that. And they were like, well, I wouldn't kill my son because you're not supposed to. Would you want a fucking cookie for that? Just roll it. We're going to wrap this up. In this is love. Not that we first loved him, but that he loved us. Charles Spurgeon wants to call our attention to the goodness of God. We read of him that he is so tender that he cares for oxen, that he would not have the mouth of the ox muzzled who treads on corn. No, he cares for the bird upon the nest and would not have the mother bird killed while sitting upon its nest with its little ones. He made ordinances and commands even for irrational creatures. He finds food for the most loathsome animal. Uh, Do we think that this God would damn children who didn't? Pause the tape. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You want to know why I know that? Because... The six plus million Jews who died as Jews in the Holocaust. Well, I I don't know. Let let me guess. I'm sure there's a verse in the book of Numbers to tell me how wrong I am. Those Jews died without accepting Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Where are they, Christians? Tell me. Tell me. Right? These are just fucking excuses. I remember asking fuckface Joseph Abraham. I may have to do a show reviewing that. If I brought out godless sack of shit, I may have to do that one. But I, again, I asked Joseph Abraham this question. I train one of the ladies tomorrow. She's Hindu. She's Muslim. She leaves my seminar and she's attacked. That attack leads to her taking her last breath. She didn't accept your Christ before she died. Where did she go? But before you answer that, okay, the person who violated her and took her life, he went to jail. He has an opportunity to accept Jesus in prison and you'll never guess what. He does. He does. Upon taking his last breath, he gets to go to heaven. The lady who died, she is in hell. Please explain to me how that is the least bit moral. Explain it to me, Christians. But I'm supposed to do a fucking backflip? Because you found some verse in 2 Kings that kind of explains why babies... Again, the concept of hell is just across the board, immoral. You can't spin this, Christians. You can't. Roll this fucked up ass tape. We're wrapping it up. Here the gospel didn't have the ability... Pause the tape. Tell me this fuck face does not look like the Joker. Podcasters, you can't see it, so just Google Todd Frill's face. I'm waiting for the next line to be, why so serious? This motherfucker should be in clown fucking paint, just absolutely terrorizing Gotham City. That's all he's missing. Roll the tape. Ability to respond to the gospel. Babies who were aborted, there are millions of them. That this God of love 
would damn them? That's Charles Spurgeon's first argument. However, number two, Jonah, petulant Jonah. Jonah, would have Nineveh perish, and God gave it as the reason why Nineveh should not be destroyed, that there might, that there were in it six score thousand infants who knew not their right hand from their left. These were little children that... Pause the tape. Go fuck yourself. Isn't it in 2 Samuel? Cut the baby, cut the belly open, take the babies, dash them upon the rocks. Are they in heaven? Are they? What about the Muslim kid, uh, the Muslim mom who has an abortion? Does, Does that baby go to heaven? What about if I fuck another atheist, I get that atheist pregnant, and we lose our kid? Does that kid go to heaven? Okay, fine. That kid goes to heaven. Me and the mother, we go to hell. Is that justice? Will my son or will my daughter miss me? Will I miss my kid? Again, these aren't explanations. This is just fucking excuses. Wait, just wrap this up. This motherfucker. Come on, just roll the tether there. If he spared Nineveh, that their mortal life might be spared, think you that their immortal souls shall be needlessly cast away? I only put it to your own reason. If not a case where we meet much argument, would your God cast away an infant? If yours could, I am happy to say, what is it, Papa? He is not the God that I adore. Oh, number three. Really? We're, oh, number One three. of the Let's strongest see. arguments oh, yeah, to be found is what the is fact it? that Scripture positively states that the number of saved souls at the last will be very great. In Revelation, souls beyond number. The psalmist speaks of them as numerous. Pause the tape in the tape. Now, now, now we're just going to get this string of fucking excuses. I just belch hashtag a professional. Get this fuck face off my screen. But first, tell me that he did not look exactly like the fucking Joker. I'm waiting for him to sit across a table from fucking, you know, Robert De Niro's character, Murray, right? (laughs) How about another joke, Murray? No, I think we're done with your joke. What do you get when you cross a mentally ill loner with a society that abandons him and treats him like trash. I'll tell you what you get. You get what you fucking deserve. Tell me that fucker does not look exactly like the fucking Joker. And he's just as fucking... What what does that sound? Bubba. Look at Bubba's monkey ass. Tell me that's not the fucking Joker. Huh? And he makes just as much sense... As the fucking Joker. But then that whole thing was just sitting on some bullshit. You want to know why he was sitting on some bullshit? Where's Bubba? Bubba. Bubba. Come on, Bubba. Shit. Put this monkey ass. Come here, Bubba. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, oh, someone play the the song for fucking deliverance. Oh, the boys. No. Oh, shut up. <laughs> it's a rainy day, so I can't do a lot of walking. So they've got a lot of energy. Where the fuck was I? Back on topic. First and foremost, he looks like the fucking Joker. Second, Christians, please go fuck yourself. The concept of hell is just absolutely immoral. 
And, and, and the only thing that you got is just a bunch of fucking excuses as to why this person doesn't go to hell, but this person does. King Uncle Bobby's only giving you one big motherfucking problem. So as you on, Bobby's giving you one big motherfucking solution. Todd Frill, Christianity, and the fucking concept of hell? Shut the fuck up. It's an immoral concept. It is absolutely, positively an immoral concept. Eternal torment. Again, one of the hallmarks of punishment is that it has to end. Right? First and foremost, one, a lesson must be taught. You catch your kid lying in modern day, you take their phone away from them. Right? You tell them, look, fuckface, this is why I'm snatching your shit up. Then after about seven to ten days, you're like, you know what? You've earned your phone back. Go ahead and take it. A lesson must be taught. The punishment must fit the crime. And eventually, the punishment must end. Eventually, the punishment must end. And if you are telling me that there's this place that you go where not only does the punish gang, there is a redhead on my screen and holy shit. Good Lord. CNN has hired a redhead. And not just any redhead gang, but please go fuck yourself. I don't even remember what the fuck it is. I would, this is sitting on some bullshit, gang. We, we may have to book the church. Holy shit. Where was I? Punishment. She can punish the shit out of me. I am a naughty, naughty boy. Gang, you don't even understand what the fuck is happening. Y'all think I'm bullshit. I'm pausing this. I'm watching this after the show. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> there is no ending to this thing called hell. And your only real crime is that you didn't get the right revelation or any revelation at all. And Christians, you know that that concept is all kinds of fucked up. That's why you make these videos. Because when you go through that logic chain that I busted out, you know it's wrong. You do. And here we go. We are all born sinners. All sinners deserve to go to hell. The only way to escape hell is to accept, accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And you know that acceptance is something that a toddler can't do, that an infant can't do. And then when we ask you about the age of accountability, you're like, fuck, if I knew. You don't, you don't know because you don't care. And if you're a Christian with a four and five-year-old and you're going to shrug your shoulders, give me a break. But you make these videos about infants not going to hell because you know. You know that the concept of eternal torment is sitting on some bullshit. You don't believe this. And now I'm sounding just like you. I'm asserting your position for you. Because here's the thing. If you actually believe that eternal torment is justified, then you are just as much of a fucking psychopath as the God that you were told that you need to worship. Eternal torment. Go fuck yourself. That is 100% fucking immoral. 
And that's why I don't have these debates, gang, because I know I'm right. All right, gang, the big guy's held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth, let's go. I'm not even close to bullshitting. There is a spectacular redhead on my TV.